These are the daily Bible readings for December 23rd, or day 357. A prayer to implore God's help before any action. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Assist us, O Lord, we beseech thee, with thy gracious inspiration, and further our efforts with thy continual help, that every prayer and work of ours may always begin with thee, and by thee be happily ended, through Christ our Lord. Amen. First Maccabees, chapters 13 and 14. Now Simon heard that Tryphon was gathering together a very great army to invade the land of Judah and to destroy it. And seeing that the people was in dread and in fear, he went up to Jerusalem and assembled the people, and exhorted them, saying, You know what great battles I and my brethren and the house of my father have fought for the laws and and the sanctuary and the distresses that we have seen. By reason whereof, all my brethren have lost their lives for Israel's sake, and I am left alone. And now, far be it from me to spare my life in any time of trouble, for I am not better than my brethren. I will avenge then my nation and the sanctuary and our children and wives. For all the heathens are gathered together to destroy us out of mere malice. And the spirit of the people was enkindled as soon as they heard these words. And they answered with a loud voice, saying, Thou art our leader in the place of Judas and Jonathan thy brother. Fight thou our battles, and we will do whatsoever thou shalt say to us. So gathering together all the men of war, he made haste to finish all the walls of Jerusalem, and he fortified it round about. And he sent Jonathan the son of Absalom, and with him a new army, into Joppa, and cast out them that were in it, and himself remained there. And Tryphon removed from Ptolemais with a great army to invade the land of Judah. And Jonathan was with him in custody. But Simon pitched in Adus over against the plain. And when Tryphon understood that Simon was risen up in the place of his brother Jonathan, and that he meant to join battle with him, he sent messengers to him, saying, We have detained thy brother Jonathan for the money that he owed in the king's account by reason of the affairs which he had the management of. But now send a hundred talents of silver and his two sons for hostages, that when he is set at liberty, he may not revolt from us, and we will release him. Now Simon knew that he spoke deceitfully to him. Nevertheless, he ordered the money and the children to be sent, lest he should bring upon himself a great hatred of the people of Israel, who might have said, Because he sent not the money and the children, therefore is he lost. So he sent the children and the hundred talents, and he lied and did not let Jonathan go. And after this, Tryphon entered within the country to destroy it, and they went about by the way that leadeth to Ador, and Simon and his army marched to every place whithersoever they went. And they that were in the castle sent messengers to Tryphon, that he should make haste to come through the desert and send them victuals. And Tryphon made ready all his horsemen to come that night, but there fell a very great snow, and he came not into the country of Galad. And when he approached to 
Baskama, he slew Jonathan and his sons there. And Tryphon returned and went into his own country. And Simon sent and took the bones of Jonathan his brother and buried them in Modin, in the city of his fathers. And all Israel bewailed him with great lamentations, and they mourned him for many days. And Simon built over the sepulcher of his father and his brethren a building lofty to the sight of polished stone behind and before. And he set up seven pyramids, one against another, for his father and his mother and his four brethren. And around about these he set great pillars, and upon the pillars arms for a perpetual memory. And by the arms ships carved, which might have been seen by all that sailed on the sea. This is the sepulcher that he made in Modin, even unto this day. But Tryphon, when he was upon a, a journey with the young king Antiochus, treacherously slew him. And he reigned in his place, and put on the crown of Asia, and brought great evils upon the land. And Simon built up the strongholds of Judea, fortifying them with high towers and great walls and gates and bars, and he stored up victuals in the fortresses. And Simon chose men and sent to King Demetrius to the end that he should grant an immunity to the land, for all that Tryphon did was to spoil. And King Demetrius, in answer to his request, wrote a letter in this manner. King Demetrius, to Simon the high priest, and friends of the kings, and to the ancients, and to the nation of the Jews, greeting. The golden crown and the palm which you sent we have received, and we are ready to make a firm peace with you, and to write to the king's chief officers to release you the things that we have released. For all that we have decreed in your favor shall stand in force. The strongholds that you have built shall be your own. And as for any oversight or fault committed unto this day, we forgive it. And the crown which you owed, and if any other thing were taxed in Jerusalem, now let it not be taxed. And if any of you be fit to be enrolled among ours, let them be enrolled and let there be peace between us. In the year 170, the yoke of the Gentiles was taken off from Israel, and the people of Israel began to write in the instruments and public records. The first year under Simon the high priest, the great captains and the prince of the Jews. In those days, Simon besieged Gaza and camped round about it, and he made engines and set them in the city, and he struck one tower and took it. And they that were within the engine leaped into the city, and there was a great uproar in the city. And they that were in the city went up with their wives and children upon the wall, and their garments rent, and they cried with a loud voice, beseeching Simon to grant them peace. And they said, Deal not with us according to our evil deeds, but according to thy mercy. And Simon, being moved, did not destroy them, but yet he cast them out of the city, and cleansed the houses wherein there had been idols. And then he entered into it with hymns, blessing the Lord. And having cast out all of the uncleanness, he placed in it men that should observe the law, and he fortified it and made it his habitation. But they that were in the castle of Jerusalem were hindered from going out and coming into the country and from buying and selling. And they were straited with hunger, and many of them perished through famine. And they cried to Simon for peace, and he granted it to them. 
And he cast them out from thence, and cleansed the castle from uncleanness. And they entered into it, the three and thirtieth day of the second month, in the year one hundred and seventy-one, with thanksgiving, and branches of palm trees, and harps and cymbals, and psalteries, and hymns and canticles, because it is the great enemy, because the great enemy was destroyed out of Israel. And he ordained that these days should be kept every year with gladness. And he fortified the mountain of the temple that was near the castle, and he dwelt there himself, and they that were with him. And Simon saw that John his son was a valiant man for war, and he made him captive, captain of all the forces, and he dwelt in Gazara. In the year 172, King Demetrius assembled his army and went into Media to get him succours to fight against Tryphon. And Arases, the king of Persia and Media, heard that Demetrius was entered within his borders, and he sent one of his princes to take him alive and bring him to him. And he went and defeated the army of Demetrius, and took him, and brought him to Araches, and put him into custody. And all the land of Judah was at rest all the days of Simon. And he sought the good of his nation, and his power and his glory pleased them well all his days. And with all his glory he took Joppa for a haven, and made an entrance to the isles of the sea. And he enlarged the bounds of his nation, and made himself master of the country. And he gathered together a great number of captives, and had the dominion of Gazara, and of Bethsura, and of the castle, and took away all uncleanness out of it, and there was none that resisted him. And every man tilled his land with peace, and the land of Judah yielded her increase, and the trees of the fields their fruit. The ancient men sat in all the streets, and treated together of the good things of the land, and the young men put on them glory and the robes of war. And he provided victuals for the cities, and he appointed that they should be furnished with ammunition, so that the fame of his glory was renowned even to the end of the earth. And he made peace in the land, and Israel Israel rejoiced with great joy. And every man sat under his vine and under his fig tree, and there was none to make them afraid. There was none left in the land to fight against them. Kings were discomfited in those days. And he strengthened all those of his people that were brought low. And he sought the law and took away every unjust and wicked man. He glorified the sanctuary and multiplied the vessels of the holy places. And it was heard at Rome, and as far as Sparta, that Jonathan was dead, and they were very sorry. But when they heard that Simon his brother was made high priest in his place, and possessed all of the country and the cities therein, they wrote to him in tables of brass to renew the friendship and alliance which they had made with Judas and with Jonathan his brethren. And they were read before the assembly in Jerusalem, And this is the copy of the letters that the Spartans sent. The princes and the cities of the Spartans to Simon the high priest, and to the ancients and the priests and the rest of the people of the Jews, their brethren, greeting. The ambassadors that were sent to our people have told us of your glory and honor and joy, and we rejoiced at their coming. And we registered what was said by them in the councils of the people in this manner. Numenius the son of Antiochus, and Antipater, the son of Jason, ambassadors of the Jews, 
came to us to renew the former friendship with us, and it pleased the people to receive the men honorably, and to put a copy of their words in the public records, to be a memorial to the people of the Spartans, and we have written a copy of them to Simon, the high priest. And after this, Simon sent Numenius to Rome with a great shield of gold, of the weight of a thousand pounds, to confirm the league with them. And when the people of Rome had heard these words, they said, What thanks shall we give Simon and his sons? For he hath restored his brethren, and hath driven away and fight the enemies of Israel from them. And they decreed him liberty, and registered it in the tables of brass, and set it upon pillars in Mount Sion. And this is the copy of the writing. The eighteenth day of the month Elul, in the year 172, being the third year under Simon the high priest at Asaramel, in a great assembly of the priests and of the people, and the princes of the nation and the ancients of the country, these things were notified. Forasmuch as there have often been wars in our country, and Simon the son of Mathathias, of the children of Yarib, and his brethren, have put themselves in danger and resisted the enemies of their nation, for the maintenance of their holy places and the law, they have raised their nation to great glory. And Jonathan gathered together his nation, and was made their high priest, and he was laid to his people. And their enemies desired to tread them and destroy their country, and to stretch forth their hands against the holy places. Then Simon resisted and fought for his nation, and laid out much of his money, and armed the valiant men of his nation, and gave them wages. And he fortified the cities of Judea and Bethsura, that lieth in the borders of Judea, where the armor of the enemies was before. And he placed their garrison, a garrison of Jews. And he fortified, fortified Joppe, which lieth by the sea, and Gazara, which bordereth upon Azotus, wherein the enemies dwelt before, and he placed Jews there, and furnished them with all things convenient for their reparation. And the people, seeing the acts of Simon, and to what glory he meant to bring his nation, made him their prince and high priest, because he had done all these things, and for the justice and faith which he kept to his nation, and for that he sought by all means to advance his people. And in his days things prospered in his hands, so that the heathens were taken away out of their country, and they also that were in the city of David in Jerusalem, in the castle, out of which they issued forth, and profaned all places round about the sanctuary, and did much evil to its purity. And he placed therein Jews for the defense of the country and of the city, and he raised up the walls of Jerusalem, and King Demetrius confirmed him in the high priesthood. According to these things he made him his friend, and glorified him with great glory. For he had heard that the Romans had called the Jews their friends and confederates and brethren, and that they had received Simon's ambassadors with honor, and that the Jews and their priests had consented that he should be their prince and high priest forever, till there should arise a faithful prophet, and that he should be chief over them, and that he should have the charge of the sanctuary, and that he should appoint rulers over their works, and over the country, and over the armorer, and over the strongholds, and that he should have care of the holy places, and that he should be obeyed by all, and that all the writings in the country should be made in his name, 
and that he should be clothed with purple and gold, and that it should not be lawful for any of the people or of the priests to disannul any of these things, or to gainsay his words, or to call together an assembly in the country without him, or to be clothed with purple, or to wear a buckle of gold. And whosoever shall do otherwise, or shall make void, any of these things shall be punished. And it pleased all the people to establish Simon, and to do according to these words. And Simon accepted thereof, and was well pleased to execute the office of the high priesthood, and to be captain and prince of the nation of the Jews, and of the priests, and to be chief over all. And they commanded that this writing should be put in tables of brass, and that they should be set up within the compass of the sanctuary in a conspicuous place, and that a copy thereof should be put in the treasury that Simon and his sons may have it. Ecclesiasticus chapter 43 The firmament on high is his beauty, the beauty of heaven with its glorious show, the sun when he appeareth showing forth at his rising, an admirable instrument, the work of the Most High. At noon he burneth the earth, and who can abide his burning heat? As one keeping a furnace in the works of heat. The sun, three times as much, burneth the mountains, breathing out fiery vapors, and shining with his beams, he blindeth the eyes. Great is the Lord that made him, and at his words he hath hastened his course. And the moon, in all her season, is for a declaration of times and a sign of the world. From the moon is the sign of the festival day, a light that decreaseth in her perfection. The month is called after her name, increasing wonderfully in her perfection, being an instrument of the armies on high, shining gloriously in the firmament of heaven. The glory of the stars is the beauty of heaven, the Lord enlighteneth the world on high. By the words of the Holy One, they shall stand in judgment, and shall never fail in their watches. Look upon the rainbow, and bless him that made it. It is very beautiful in its brightness. It encompasseth the heaven, about with circles of its glory. And the hands of the Most High have displayed it. By his commandment he maketh the snow to fall apace, and sendeth forth swiftly the lightnings of his judgment. Through this are the treasures opened, and the clouds fly out like birds. By his greatness he hath fixed the clouds, and the hailstones are broken. At his sight shall the mountains be shaken, and at his will south wind shall blow. The noise of his thunder shall strike the earth. So doth the northern storm and the whirlwind. And as the birds lighting upon the earth he scattereth snow, and the falling thereof is as the coming down of locusts. The eye admireth the beauty of the whiteness thereof, and the heart is astonished at the shower thereof. He shall pour frost as salt upon the earth, and when it freezeth, it shall become like the tops of thistles. The cold north wind bloweth, and the water is congealed into crystal. Upon every gathering together of the waters it shall rest, and shall clothe the waters as a breastplate. And it shall devour the mountains, and burn the wilderness, and consume all that is green as with fire. A present remedy of all is the speedy coming of a cloud, and a dew that is that meeteth it, by the heat that cometh, shall overpower it. 
At his word the wind is still. With his thought he appeaseth the deep, and the Lord hath planted islands therein. Let them that sail on the sea tell the dangers thereof, and when we hear with our ears we shall admire. There are great and wonderful works, a variety of beasts and of all living things, and the monstrous creatures of whales. Through him is established the end of their journey, and by his word all things are regulated. We shall say much, and yet shall want words, but the sum of our words is he is all. What shall we be able to do to glorify him? For the Almighty himself is above all his works. The Lord is terrible and exceeding great, and his power is admirable. Glorify the Lord as much as ever you can, for he will far exceed, and his magnificence is wonderful. Blessing the Lord, exalt him as much as you can, for he is above all praise. And when you exalt him, put forth all your strength, and be not weary, for you can never go far enough. Who shall see him and declare him? And who shall magnify him as he is from the beginning? There are many things hidden from us that are greater than these, for we have not, for we have seen but few of his works. But the Lord hath made all things, and to the godly he hath given wisdom. The Apocalypse of St. John the Apostle, chapter 14. And I beheld, and lo, a lamb stood upon Mount Sion, and with him an hundred forty-four thousand, having his name and the name of his father written upon their foreheads. And I heard a voice from heaven as the noise of many waters, and as the voice of great thunder, and the voice which I heard was as the voice of harpers harping on their harps, and they sung, as it were, a new canticle before the throne and before the four living creatures and the ancients, and no man could say the canticle, but those hundred and forty-four thousand who were purchased from the earth. These are they who were not defiled with women, for they are virgins. These follow the Lamb whithersoever he goeth. These were purchased from among, among men, the firstfruits to God and to the Lamb. And in their mouth there was found no lie, for they are without spot before the throne of God. And I saw another angel flying through the midst of heaven, having the eternal gospel to preach unto them that sit upon the earth, and over every nation and tribe and tongue and people, saying with a loud voice, Fear the Lord, and give him honor, because the hour of his judgment is come, and adore ye him that made heaven and earth, the sea, and the fountains of waters. And another angel followed, saying, That great Babylon is fallen, is fallen, which made all the nations to drink of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. And the third angel followed them, saying with a loud voice, If any man shall adore the beast in his image, and receive his character in his forehead or into his hand, he also shall drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is mingled with pure wine in the cup of his wrath, and shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the sight of the holy angels and in the sight of the Lamb. And the smoke of their torments shall ascend up for ever and ever. Neither have they rest day or night, who have adored the beast and his image, 
and whosoever receiveth the character of his name, here is the patience of the saints, who keep the commandments of God and the faith of Jesus. And I heard a voice from heaven saying to me, Write, Blessed are the dead who die in the Lord. From henceforth now, saith the Spirit, that they may rest from their labors, for their works follow them. And I saw, and behold, a white cloud, and upon the cloud one, sitting like the Son of Man, having on his head a crown of gold, and in his hand a sharp sickle. And another angel came out from the temple, crying with a loud voice to him that sat upon the cloud, Thrust in thy sickle and reap, because the hour is come to reap, for the harvest of the earth is ripe. And he that sat on the crown cloud thrust his sickle into the earth, and the earth was reaped. And another angel came out of the temple, which is in heaven, he also having a sharp sickle. And another angel came out from the altar, who had the power over fire. And he cried with a loud voice to him that had the sharp sickle, saying, Thrust in thy sharp sickle, and gather the clusters of the vineyard of the earth, because the grapes thereof are ripe. And the angel thrust in his sharp sickle into the earth, and gathered the vineyard of the earth, and cast it into the great press of the wrath of God. And the press was trodden without the city, and blood came out of the press up to the horse's bridles for a thousand and six hundred furlongs. The prayer of St. Bede the Venerable after reading the Holy Scriptures. Let me not, O Lord, be puffed up with worldly wisdom which passes away, but grant me that love which never abates, that I may not choose to know anything among men but Jesus and him crucified. I beg thee, dear Jesus, that he upon whom thou hast graciously bestowed the sweet savor of the words of thy knowledge may also possess thee, font of all wisdom, and shine forever before thy countenance. Amen.